Welcome to episode 60 of the Sydenham Current Sessions. The date is Friday, November 16th, 2018. I'm Dana Haggath. Aaron Hall and I will be presenting our weekly podcast, which you can subscribe to for free on your Apple device through the podcast app. Taking a look at our weekend weather forecast, which is brought to you by the Chatham Kent Hospice, 34 Wellington Street East, Chatham. To donate and learn more, visit their website at chathamkenthospice.com. Tonight, partly cloudy, low plus one or 34. Saturday, periods of light snow mixed with rain, high plus three or 37. Saturday night, cloudy, low minus one or 30. Sunday, cloudy with 40% chance of flurries, high plus three or 37. And Sunday night, clear and a low of minus three or 27. News is brought to you by Bedrooms and More. Visit their 4,200 square foot showroom for highly crafted furniture that will last a lifetime. Made in Wallaceburg. Right now, save on every mattress in stock. Select queen mattresses start at just $299. So hurry in for best selection to Bedrooms and More. Highway 40 at the Bend in Wallaceburg, 519 627 1621. The new Sydenham Campus Power Plant in Wallaceburg will be on the Chatham-Kent Council agenda on Monday night. Chatham-Kent staff are recommending to approve a site plan control application to permit the construction of a new central power plant at the Chatham-Kent Health Alliance's Wallaceburg location and execute the site plan agreement. Staff says the master plan proposes a series of projects over a number of years to substantially replace the current facility on the existing site, a plan that could span 10 to 20 years. The alliance has secured $7.3 million in funding for this first project phase through the Ministry of Health. Monday's combined planning and regular meeting will be held at 6 p.m. at the Chatham-Kent Civic Center in Chatham. Chatham-Kent Mayor-elect Darren Caniff wants to take Chatham-Kent Council meetings on the road. The current Chatham Councillor is bringing forward a notice of motion on Monday requesting staff to look into the possibility. Caniff says it is important for Council to have a presence throughout all communities within the municipality. He says he wants administration to outline the logistics of holding two Council meetings in each of the larger communities over a four-year Council term, including in Ridgetown, Blenheim, Tilbury, Wheatley, Wallaceburg, Dresden, Thamesville, and Bothwell. Chatham-Kent Economic Development has issued a formal letter of support to the Honourable Minister Monty McNaughton regarding the support of passing Bill 32, Access to Natural Gas Act. Issued by John Norton, General Manager of Community Development for the municipality, the letter indicates that the municipality of Chatham-Kent fully supports Bill 32 and looks forward to its passing. For more details, visit ckforbusiness.com. Municipality of Chatham-Kent officials say the North Kent Wind Project officially opened last week and marked the occasion with a $100,000 donation to the Friends of the New Animal Shelter Building Fund. More than 60 people, officials and landowners gathered to mark the official opening of the 100-megawatt project that consists of 34 wind turbines. The project is owned by Samsung and Pattern Energy Group, as well as Walpole Island First Nation. The municipality of Chatham-Kent also owns a 15% equity interest through Integris. With Living Wage Week coming to a close last week, the Channel Kent Prosperity Roundtable released the new living wage of $16.33 for Channel Kent. They have also reaffirmed the benefits of a living wage for employers in the community. The Prosperity Roundtable worked closely with the Ontario Living Wage Network to recalculate the living wage in CK. This is a 2.9% increase from the previously calculated living wage of $15.86 back in 2014. 
officials say the living wage is not the same as minimum wage. The living wage is the amount people must earn to cover the actual cost of living and participate in their community. And finally, back on September 23rd, Animal Control Services in Chanukan received a call to their Wallaceburg location where a dog was tied to a fence. Officials say when the animal control officer arrived, the dog was very aggressive and hard to handle, and it took days until their staff could even touch the dog. Animal control officials say eventually the dog was then introduced to other dogs and put in a foster home. Since then, the dog has made an amazing turnaround and has been adopted by the foster, who happens to be an animal care attendant in Chatham Kent. Look for a video detailing the story on YouTube called The Book of Zelda. For more on all these stories, visit sydenhamcurrent.ca. Sports is brought to you by Ed's Baits, supplying you with everything you need to catch that big fish. Family owned and operated with made in Wallaceburg products. Ed's Baits is located at 127 Earl Street in Wallaceburg. Call them at 519-627-6466 or visit their Facebook page. Wallsburg's Madison Broad of the Chatham Y Pool Sharks captured four golds and placed first overall in her age group at last weekend's Age Group International Short Course Swim Meet. The 18-year-old finished first in the 50, 100, and 200-meter backstroke events and first in the 50-meter freestyle for the 17 and over girls. She was also second in the 200 and 400 individual melody, fourth in the 100-meter freestyle, and sixth in the 200-meter freestyle event. Broad has now been selected to Team Ontario, and they will compete at the TYR Pro Swim Series taking place January 9th to 12th in Knoxville, Tennessee. The swim teams from WDSS and Pancor competed at Brock University last week. This was the first meet of the season for both teams. Capturing an officer qualifying time was Tartan swimmer Emily Tapp. Finishing with Swasa qualifying times was Tapp and Cameron Hazard from WDSS. And finally, the board members of the Chatham Girls Hockey Association and the Kent County Girls Hockey Association have announced they have formed a partnership for the 2019-2020 hockey season. This partnership is also fully endorsed by the Ontario Women's Hockey Association. Officials say a partnership of the associations is in the best interests of the girls and will better position Chatham-Kent to continue to offer girls the opportunity to participate in girls hockey at a variety of levels. The new association will be known as the Chatham-Kent Girls Hockey Association. All existing and future female hockey players in Chatham-Kent will have the opportunity to submit ideas for a new mascot and team colors through a contest being kicked off before the end of the year. Details will be announced in the coming months. It's now time for our Feature of the Week segment. Dana caught up with Jody Maroney of the Chatham-Kent Hospice to see how their fundraising efforts are going and how you can help. So I'm talking to Jody Maroney and you work for the Chatham-Kent Hospice. How are you? Great. Yes, I work for the, the Hot Foundation that raises the funds to support uh, Chatham Kent Hospice. At this time of year, we always like to remind people about the impact that a donation to the Chatham Kent Hospice Foundation will make in their community. We've cared for over 500 local families since opening uh, about two and a half years ago, and we've seen firsthand the, the impact that donations have made in, in the lives of the residents and their loved ones. Where do the donations go? What do those help support? <laughs> We receive partial funding from the government to cover our direct medical care costs, but we rely on donations to cover all of the additional operating costs. So much like your home and that you have expenses, we have those similar expenses. So to give you an example, a donation of $20, that would help us provide a bowl of soup and a muffin and coffee to a hospice family or a visitor, or it would help us purchase personal care products for a local resident. A 
$50 donation would cover uh, one hour of music therapy or like one week of lawn care because that's one of our costs. $100 buys groceries for a day or cover the cost of our internet and cable for a week for a resident. And uh, the cost per day per resident is about $337 for the day. That's the cost over and above what we get from the government. So that gives you kind of an idea of how donations really can make a difference. Okay, so if I wanted to donate, how do I go about doing so? There's many ways that you can make a donation to the Hospice Foundation. On our website, you have the ability to make a donation online with your credit card, and you can make that in memory of someone. You can do it general fundraising, which would mean it would just go to whatever our greatest need is. You can also join our Hospice Heroes Monthly Giving Program, which is a really uh, a great program because it spreads your impact over the entire year. Could I write a check and could I mail it in? Absolutely, you can. You can certainly, you can even come and visit. We love people coming in and, and visiting and, and like to hear about, you know, sort of the, the reasons behind their donations. So we take check, we take credit card, we take cash, of course. So you can either mail that or you can drop it off. Or if you'd like, if you'd rather not use the computer and you'd like to do credit card, just give us a call. We can certainly take your credit card information over the phone. And if you do like computers, you should definitely check out your website. You've got a lot of great stories, touching stories, and exactly what you do on your site. We do. And we also have a lot of resources on there. So if you, you're you um, going through end-of-life care struggles, your family, or you know someone, um, there's, there's also some resources on there. We really want people to be able to get whatever support they need. Our staff and our volunteers are really specially trained for end-of-life care, and, and so we really want people to understand that when, when someone comes to live at hospice, we not only care for the resident, but also their family. So the impact isn't just for those 500 people that we've cared for so far, really, when you think about how many uh, family members are in, in each of those 500 families, the impact is a lot greater. So know that any gift of any size to the Chatham Ken Hospice Foundation certainly making a difference right here in your community. Thank you so much, Jody, for taking the time with me and, and educating us on hospice and how we can help. Super. Thank you so much. Events are brought to you by the Salvation Army in Richtown, Chatham, and Wallaceburg. Operation Cover-Up is now in effect. Distribution runs until November 17th. Coupons are available at the Salvation Army locations in Blenheim, Ridgetown, Chatham, and Wallsburg, as well as the Tilbury Information and Help Center. Join Santa for breakfast this Saturday from 8 a.m. till 11 a.m. at the Wallsburg Legion. Adults and kids 12 and over are $6. Kids under 12 are free. There will also be pictures with Santa available during breakfast. The Wallaceburg Knights of Pythias 49th Annual Christmas Parade is taking place this Saturday starting at 2 p.m. on Arnold Street, going down Dufferin to James to Nelson to Elgin. Kids, bring your letters for Santa. Also, canned goods will be collected for the food bank. A Christmas art and craft show to benefit the Wallaceburg Salvation Army Food Bank is being held this Saturday inside Wallaceburg Hometown Bingo from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Get a ballot at the door to win a door prize. If you bring a canned good, you get an extra ballot. The food canteen will be open and cooking. There's a raffle table and so many vendors to help you with unique gift ideas. When you're done shopping there, head over to Trinity United Church for the 8th Annual Christmas Marketplace to shop the many vendors' tables and have lunch and dessert, coffee, tea, chili, and slices of pie will be served. This Sunday, November 18th, the Czech Hall is hosting its annual Vino Brandy Dinner and Dance. The meal includes Czech chicken, cabbage rolls, pork schnitzel, dumplings, potatoes, and Czech pastries. 
The cost is $40 each. The band is the Polka Dots. Doors open at 2 p.m. and dancing starts at 3 p.m. with dinner to follow at 6 p.m. Call Marion or Al at 519-683-2097 for tickets or to reserve a table. You can also reach them by email oldcheckhall at hotmail.ca. There is free family swims at the Wallaceburg Pool every Friday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. The annual CBD 2018 Star Search Karaoke Contest continues. We're now into the final contest. The winners will sing and be crowned on November 16th. $1,800 in cash prizes will be awarded. Performances start at 8 p.m. at the CBD Club Dufferin Ave in Wallaceburg. Come cheer on the contestants. Rory's sixth annual toy drive is taking place now until November 19th. She's looking for as many new and unwrapped toys as possible to donate to the Christmas Room at the Ronald McDonald House of Southwestern Ontario in London for children of all families who are in the hospital over the Christmas season. Donations can be dropped off at the rental office located at 780 Wallace Street in Unit 104, Pure Dance Academy in Wallaceburg, Chatham and Lakeshore, St. James Anglican Church, and Holy Redeemer Parish Cluster located at Holy Family Church, Homeward Realty in Wallaceburg, and Life Touch Photography in Chatham. Visit SydenhamCurrent.ca for more details and events. It's now time for our Sydenham Current Job Postings, which is brought to you by the Municipality of Chatham-Kent. Chatham-Kent has some full-time positions available, including Manager for Economic Development Services, Training Officer for Fire and EMS, and a Manager for Inspection and Enforcement in Building Development Services. CK is also looking for aquatic lifeguards in Wallaceburg and Blenheim. All municipal jobs are posted at chatham-kent.ca backslash jobs. Burns Restaurant in Dresden is looking for someone to add to their team. Full-time or part-time cook. Wages negotiable. Benefits available. No experience necessary. Send resume to Burns Restaurant at Hotmail.com or drop off at 296 St. George Street in Dresden. Cheney Plumbing is looking for a general laborer. Email resume to ChaneyPlum at iCloud.com. Big Chief in Wallaceburg is looking for a new team member. The position is a couple of shifts during the day and a couple of nights. It would include some weekends, both kitchen and counter help wanted. Drop off a dated resume to the restaurant and bring your enthusiasm. Please, no calls. Arctic Heating and Cooling is looking to hire. No experience necessary. Please drop off a resume to 965 Old Glass Road in Wallaceburg. The CBD Club is looking to hire a bartender who is personable, able to work all shifts including weekends, and has been certified by SmartServe. Please drop off a resume at the bar, 1342 Dufferin Ave in Wallaceburg. Check out the Chatham Kent Community Job Board for even more job postings available at chatham-kent.ca slash jobs. This concludes episode 60 of the Sydenham Current Sessions. Thank you so much for joining us. We would love to hear your feedback. If you ever have a news tip, a story idea, or a sports score, email me at aaron at sydenhamcurrent.ca. You can also reach us through Facebook or Twitter. Plus, you can subscribe to the Sydenham Current Sessions on your favorite Apple device for free by using the podcast app. You'll hear from us again next week. In the meantime, stay glued to sydenhamcurrent.ca.